Hello, Octane Nation. It's Coach Dave here. For you first-time listeners, my name is Dave Jimenez, and I am joined each week by my co-host, Randy Messman. We're a couple of endurance coaches from the North Texas area who uh, really just like podcasting and coaching athletes and seeing people cross finish lines and doing things they never thought they can do. And uh, we're part of a four-coach team of coaches that we call Octane Athletics Training Systems. To learn more about us, head out to octane-athletics.com slash coaching. Uh, There's a profile for each of us on that page. And if you like what you see, you can sign up for a free, no-obligation consultation with one of us. So fill out the form, let us know what you're up to, Uh, give us a little bit about your background, and uh, we'll reach out, sit down with you for coffee or on the phone for 30-45 minutes, talk your plan over with you and kind of where you're heading, give you some feedback and general direction and uh, hopefully set you on the right course. So uh, take advantage of it. We love doing it. We wouldn't offer if we didn't want to do it. So hop on out there to octane-athletics.com and give us a ring. This and every episode of the podcast is brought to you by Gatorade Endurance. Gatorade Endurance is uh, a special formula Gatorade for endurance athletes. It's not the stuff you'll find in the gas station or at the grocery store. Uh, You will find it in specialty retail stores locally here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I know TriShop carries it. Um, You can also get it on Amazon.com if you're a Prime member. The shipping on it is free. And probably the biggest reason to use this, although outside of the fact that it's, uh, it's just good stuff, is that... It is on course at many of the biggest races that you guys are going to participate in throughout the year. So any any big marathon like Boston, New York, Chicago, Dallas, those are all Gatorade Endurance events. Also, the Rock and Roll Half Marathon Marathon Series is a Gatorade Endurance event, as well as the North American Ironman events also have uh, Gatorade Endurance on course. So uh, for those of you who've raced before, you know it's always good to try the things that are going to be on course. And so I highly recommend you guys getting some Gatorade Endurance and giving it a shot in your training to know that it'll work with you on course, and that way you can trust what's out there. Go out and try some Gatorade Endurance. 51. Yeah, that's where we're at. You sound like I sounded the last time we recorded. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, I didn't get it from you because you and I don't interact that much, but uh, I guess something's going around, but... Had a cold pretty much since uh, the twenty seventh or eighth. So, well, the the good news is it's going to go away in like three to four months. Well, I think I've pretty much got rid of it, but still a little bit clogged up. So, have you been using Mucinex? Yes, both day and nighttime. I I got the I got the generic kind, the orange and the the blue tablets. Of course, you did. It's the same stuff. It's just generic. All right. I didn't say anything. What are you laughing at? <laughs> because you, you're uh, going to make some crack about me being cheap. I didn't make any crack. You have, a, you have some kind of a complex, apparently. No, you said, of course you did. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. You know why I said it. How was your Christmas and your New Year's? Christmas and New Year's was good. I was sick on New Year's, so uh, I think I fell asleep at 9.15. Nice. On the couch. We watched a movie or two, and... Uh, kind of passed out christmas was great we had kids and they cleaned up as you might imagine so uh i'm I'm assuming you're talking about gifts and not the house no they didn't clean up anything in the house they cleaned up gift wise so yes yeah so uh they did pretty well they did pretty well for themselves so did you get yourself anything uh uh, i get myself stuff all year long so what'd stephanie um, give you she got me an apple watch which is kind of nice nice yeah i'm getting used to it it's nice I'm not wearing my uh, Garmin 920 to work every day anymore. Um, you know, doing that triathlete thing. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna have a real watch that I wear to work. So it's kind of nice. But it's cool. It's cool. Uh, it's a cool gizmo. Cool gadget. So that's good. What did you? Uh, what did you get her? <clears throat> well, she. We got. Uh, let's see. An engagement ring. A wedding ring. Well, we got married, but we got married before Christmas. Um, we. It, the, her gift gift was um, Adele tickets, but uh, she got cool. a Sonicare. Um, you got a toothbrush. That's what she wanted, man. <laughs> I followed. I follow instructions. Uh, Sonicare. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and we got a new house, which we're moving into this month. So that's Very nice. Uh, yeah, that's the big deal. So it's good. 
It's good. It's uh, we got three hundred and fifty something days till next year's Christmas, so uh, I'll count the moments. Yes, <laughs> I got uh, my wife got me money towards a uh, MacBook Pro. Oh, didn't you already get the MacBook Pro? Yeah, I bought it, but that was her gift to me. And then she got me some uh, some clothes. And you got a you got a Nebraska Cornhuskers bucket cap. I my dad and mother <laughs> purchased the largest baseball hat that they could find that had a, a white N on it. Yeah, and I feel you sent me a picture, and I was like, "That is awesome." It's a it's it a, looks like something you'd farm in. It's a sixty. It's a, it's the hat that sixty five to seven year olds purchase because yeah. they think it looks cool. I've um, seen a ten-gallon cowboy hat. I've never seen a ten-gallon baseball cap. But I think now it I was eight and a half. I don't think it was the full ten, but it was it was large and in charge. Um, and you tried to you tried to play it off like you weren't going to wear it. I'm like, you're so full of shit. You're going to wear that crap out of that thing. I wore it at home to watch Nebraska uh, beat a tough UCLA team in the Foster Farms Bowl. The Foster Farms Bowl. Too That's many right. bowl games, huh? No, I like it. I like. I'd watch them all. Yeah, Give not me, me. Not me. I didn't get to see that game last night, which was TCU Oregon, which was apparently was a crazy game. Well, but... I wrote it off because I watched the first quarter for uh, almost first half, and I was like, "This is." I mean, they were just getting dismantled, and I'm like, yeah. "I just started watching something else, and I checked the scores, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me.'" So then I, I caught the. I think I caught two of the three overtimes. I was trying to get my Apple TV working. Did you get a new one? I got, yeah, the fourth generation one. Yeah, so we just got that too. Stephanie and I picked it up on Friday, so it was cool. It's a lot of fun. I think it was Friday, yeah. All right, um, cool. So 2016's here. It's yeah. a new year, so I'm pretty pretty, pretty excited about that. You've got a lot going on, and you got Iron Man in your future. It's five months out, man. I got Iron Fire right now, though. That's cool, right? The Iron fire, fire. So fire if you guys belly. if you guys haven't been listening to the podcast lately, we did this we put out this virtual race where um I designed some medals and some t shirts and some bibs and uh some avatars for your Facebook page. Anyway. It's a virtual Ironman race from the month of January, so you uh register online at octane athletics dot com slash ironfire. And it's 35 bucks, and proceeds go to Make-A-Wish. So anything we make, uh, we're going to send some of that to Make-A-Wish, which is cool. You uh, you basically have to knock out 2.4 miles of swimming, 112 miles of biking, and 26.2 miles of running in the month of January. So we thought, what a good way to get started on New Year's resolutions and the like, which I'm not real big on those resolution things, but this is a good way to get things jump-started. And I am. I, I think anything that helps people change is cool. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. I'm just not, um, I don't know. I've never really been able to keep one, so it's like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. So why why disappoint yourself? Well, um, I mean, technically, resolution comes from the word resolve. So, I mean, you can resolve to do something. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to do it. <laughs> that's a good point. Thanks for getting very anecdotal on me. Um, the thing about Iron Fire that's cool is I figured we'd get 30, 40 people, Randy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think. Uh, and as of 10 minutes before we got on here to record we had 145 people we had people from five different countries it's global baby so it's pretty cool and you know why i think that i think um all of the success is really due just to the kind of the the group of people that have put it out in their own in their own little um social media worlds or verses or whatever you want to call it and you know yeah everybody kind of touches uh you know that five degrees of separation thing, and so they just—it's. Uh, I, I just got super excited when I heard about Sweden and Netherlands. And yeah, I, people were texting me and uh, you know sending me messages on Facebook. Hey, I've got a friend from uh, the Netherlands that wants to do it, but they can't seem to get the website to register them. And I'm because like, because well, there's a Swedish. Let me let me, uh, let me figure that out because I wasn't really planning on somebody from the Netherlands joining us. But I'm in. Yeah, so it's been good. And I think I put this link out to, uh, or this, I guess I put a phrase out to, hey, challenge yourself, challenge right. a friend, kind of a thing. And 
I noticed that a bunch of people were tagging their friends, and I'm like, well, I didn't really think that would happen, but it did, and it just kind of, I, I think know, it's kind of awesome. cool. I've challenged some of my friends. I have to look back and see if they're registered. Some of my non-triathlon friends, because there's really no reason to do it, because, I mean, even if you don't have access to a pool, you can substitute rowing for um Yeah, for we're swim. being super, like, I wouldn't say we're being loose with it, but we're giving people options. So if you're not a swimmer, you know, do it on the rower. You know, that's a hell of a workout. If your knees are jacked up, get on the elliptical. Yeah, and, the, you know, elliptical it for the run or walk, cycling, you know, indoor spinner or uh, your bike outside or mountain bike or bike trainer, however you want to do it. So uh, just do it is kind of the point, not to steal something from Nike. but I would, I would even give people credit for sitting on the floor, putting their hips in their hands and doing the bicycle for like an hour. <laughs> if you do that, if you can log an hour of doing yeah. that. Yeah. We'll how do, are you going to how are you going to count the mileage? We're going to do 15 miles. Give them like 15 miles 15 for that. 15 miles. So, yeah, if you do 15 an hour straight of bicycle kicks in the air, you're not going to be able to walk <laughs> the next day. And in about a week, your core will be super solid. Well, you're probably going to pass out from all the blood yeah, rushing in your head that's anyway. That's brutal, man. That's a brutal workout. So yeah, Iron Fires, uh, it's good. It's going. We're going to take registrations till sometimes this week because the stuff that we're getting to folks for finishing is mostly custom. So like your bib's going to have your name on it. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I mean, I'll take registrations after the fact, but they're going to have to, you know, deal with the fact that their name's not on their bib. Yeah. I'll Sharpie it on there personally. I need to get the, I need to get the uh, medals I mean, they're ordered. I just need to give them a count. So we're going to take some more until probably the end of the week, and then we're going to shut it down, and whoever is uh, going in this round is going, and they're going to be part of that inaugural Iron Fire 2016 deal. So that's going to be good. Yeah, that is cool. Hey, uh, I did get a couple of questions, and I wanted to bounce it off you while I'm communicating with you directly. Um, As far as... uh, you know, logging your miles. I know some people, obviously I'm doing Garmin and training peaks, things like that, but some of the other folks out there may not have access to that. So you sent out, didn't you send out a spreadsheet? Everyone that registers is going to get an email from us, uh, from me, but from us, it's, it's from all four coaches. Uh, and in that is going to be a link to two things you can use to log your miles. I created them both myself. One is a spreadsheet where there are columns for swim, bike, and run, and the days of the month, 1 through 31, and you can simply pop in how many meters of swimming you did that day or miles of biking or miles of running, and it's going to keep a running tally for you in a spreadsheet. And super simple way to do it, and when you're done, you can run it back to us or just show it to us in a picture or whatever, and we know you wrapped it up and finished it. If you're more of the analog type, as I call it, I also created a PDF where you can print it out and just literally shade in. You know, I, I think I made the swim increments of 200 meters up to 3,800, which is about the 2.4 miles. And you just shade it in, and once you get you shade in all the blocks, you send us a picture, send it back into us, and uh, we know you finished it, and we'll get you your stuff. So you'll get an email. Everybody that's registered has gotten this email, and I know that they've gotten it because I use an, an app that shows me that it was received and all that. So those are two very easy ways to do it if you want to do it yourself. And then we also set up Strava group and a Garmin group that I also send links to in that email, but I'll also sh- post in the show notes for this podcast so you guys can join that even if you're not an Iron Fire because we're it's more broad than that, but certainly something you could use to log for Iron Fire as well. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, have you seen Star Wars yet? Yes. And I've seen The Hateful Eight, and I've seen Creed. Um, you are a seen big some movies, fan man. of the movies. We yes. like the movies. When you went to that... When you went to Creed, I, I literally thought that you went to see the band Creed. I was yeah. it was like midnight. I was, in, I was messing with the trainer. There were a lot of people who thought that I meant you know, that Creed. And I'm probably one of the only people, like Creed and Nickelback are two bands that nobody will ever admit that they'll listen to. But meanwhile, like they sell millions and millions of records. And right, I, someone's listening to them. Yeah, that somebody's me, by the way. I, I, like don't, I don't mind either one of those bands. They both have good songs. And you guys can haze me for saying that, but um, it's just a fact. You know, they they were successful bands for a while for a reason, so... 
Yeah, I got into a torrid argument with one of your friends on Facebook about bands. Yeah, I don't know that he's any longer my Facebook friend, but he's one of those Facebook acquaintances that was a friend. And meanwhile, he was one of those that just liked, loved to troll people, man. And I just, you know, I just had to kind of part ways. No. So anyway, yeah, so I saw Star Wars. And a little bit about Star Wars from my perspective is that I think this is the same exact movie as the Death Star episode, mm-hmm. uh, just done in, in 2014-15 time with a bigger Death Star and a worse Darth Vader character and so you know more, more family-type plot twists. And now Luke Skywalker is going to become Yoda and... I liked it. It was good, you know. Uh, special effects was awesome, and listen, that's a good story, even if you are recreating it. But it's um, the same story. It's the same story everybody uses. Those the hero, the the journey, everything. I mean, when I was in uh, one of my English classes in college, we actually studied Star Wars on how it pretty much exactly adheres to all the uh, the hero type of uh, of a journey of the plot line. So, I mean. Movies, romantic comedies, it's the same movie. They just put in different characters and change things around. So Yeah, but not often do you take the same movie and copy it over again. <laughs> it was it was pretty pretty parallel. I'll give you that. Yeah. I, it was I, good I liked though. It. it was I good. Liked it. I, I, I liked you it. know, I was entertained. We saw it in three D and I can't watch it in three D, man. It makes me feel stupid. Usually I don't like it, but for some reason this didn't like give me the headache that usually the three D thing does. But yeah. What was awesome, though, is Hateful Eight, the new Tarantino flick. Yeah. Yeah, Stephanie and I went and saw it, and that is a pretty awesome movie. And we saw it. It was uh, shot in 70 millimeter, which is like this old school way of shooting. And uh, it was really nice, man. It was a cool movie. Super gory, as you might expect from Tarantino, but the story itself was awesome. Like, you know, literally everybody dies for the most part in the movie. But uh, no spoilers here, but it was really good. That's our pop culture references for this episode. I like Star Wars. I will continue to go and spend money on anything that they produce. I went out. I bought a Kylo Ren uh, um, coffee mug. And actually, I'm drinking, ironically, out of my uh, souvenir cup I purchased at the movie theater. Um, drinking water, you'd be happy to know. One of my resolutions is to drink. Is that ironic? Uh, it's coincidental okay. more than ironic. That's what um, I thought. <laughs> what would be ironic, I guess, is if I was drinking out of a Star Trek cup or something. Um, but I'm drinking more water. That's my resolution. Good, good. Yeah, I need to do the same. Um, less cold brew coffee, more water. I like I like the coffee. I'm getting off the soda. Is what I'm getting off. Yeah, soda's gonna kill me, man. All right, um, let's see. You lead this thing, man, because I need to preserve my voice. You're so fastidious. You love you love sticking to the uh, the outline. No, I'm, man, I'm good. Rant. I'm just. I'm, I just want you to take the lead because, like, I need I'm to get a drink. The lead. Mostly because I need to get a drink of water. Get a drink of water. Well, friends, folks, listeners, Octane Athletics. Okay, I'm good. Aficionados. It's the beginning of the year. Yes. And at the beginning of the year, we generally have, unless you're super um, dedicated and and, uh, and have the willpower of a robot, um, you probably put on a little weight over the holidays. I know I did. Dave, did you put on a little weight? Uh, I've been putting on weight since I'm in Texas in May. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> My Christmas started super early. Solid. Um so one of the things I wanted to talk about today was how we can be a little bit more proactive about how we eat and what we put in our bodies, even for busy professionals such as yourself. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about was uh, food planning, how we do it. And I'm not, this isn't going to be geared towards any uh, specific style of eating, whether it be paleo or vegan or High carb, low carb, no carb. Um, it's going to be just, uh, it works for anything. So that's what kind of what I want to talk about. All I, right. I know you've had some cool things that you've done, like at restaurants uh, in the past. You said something that really resonated with me, and you said you, you would order something, and you just have the guy box half of it up. Yeah, man. Like I told somebody, I think yesterday, that it's funny you brought this up, because you and I haven't really talked about details about what we're going to talk about this, but... 
I literally had this discussion yesterday with uh, with somebody about how I need to start doing that because I'm back working in an office now and we eat lunch out a lot and you know they serve you three times more food than you need most of the time. So yeah, my favorite trick when I'm really buckling down is order something decent, but you know to institute some portion control. Just have a to-go box come out the, like the second you get your food, so you don't eat everything on the plate. Um, that's like something that's always worked for me pretty well. I like it. I like it a lot. But um, one of the things that I've done in the past, haven't really been doing it lately, is menu planning uh, for the the family. You know, just like having Taco Tuesday or Pasta Wednesday or steak. Friday, anything really that you want to do as long as you're planning the menu. Um, but one of the cool things is, is um, you can make stuff on Sunday and you can use those ingredients for other things. So you can kind of make uh, a bunch of your food on Sunday. And this has worked for me in the past. Um, make a bunch of chicken breasts and then uh, you can have like a chicken breast dish out of that. And then you can shred that chicken, put it in tacos. Yeah. Or put it in salads or pasta dishes, anything. The sky's the limit, but you got to do it. You got to plan it because what we do is we will wait till about 5.30 or 6 o'clock when we're starving and we haven't done any meal planning, and we'll order Chinese food or pizza. Yeah, yeah. We're do- we do the same thing, and we're terrible about, like, a default or payway or... Yeah, pizza lately, which is super bad because there's almost nothing good about that. But tastes delicious. But uh, yeah, it's not good for you. But yeah, the the uh, the thing too that I would do is when I would when I was like, and I can't wait for us to move so we definitely can get into this because we're moving closer to work, so we'll have a lot less commute, so we'll have more time to actually eat versus do takeout. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to not only doing the meal planning you're talking about, but um, actually like figuring out exactly, uh, what we're going to eat on a, on a weekly basis so that we mm-hmm. can go out actually go to the store and buy it. The vegetables are fresh versus the frozen stuff. And well, that's another key point is you, if you know what, if you have it planned out, number one, you can maximize what food you are purchasing by, you know, planning on what you're going to incorporate with that. So you can, so you can cook all the chicken or all the beef or whatever it is at, at one time. But also you can save by time by going to the grocery store once because literally I go to the grocery store every day. Um, and that would ju- drive me nuts, man. I couldn't well, do it's it. Well, right, it's right beside Ava's daycare, so I was just popping Oh, okay. So it's somewhat convenient. But, yeah, if I had to do that, I would go crazy. Yeah, so, um, but it drives me crazy because it's like, oh, we need this, and we need this, and we need this because we don't plan. And that, that's really what it comes down to. It's like anything else. I mean – if you don't plan your your workouts, you're gonna have shit workouts. If you don't plan your menu, you're gonna have a shit meals. It's just yeah. the way it is. And and I think I think for some reason food just has this otherworldly kind of thing where we don't view it as fuel. We view it as some type of social thing where we all go out and we gather and we have family gatherings around food and all that stuff and yeah, I think that's important. That's a, but that's also pretty important. I think, man, it's like I think we've gotten as a society, we've gotten away from eating as a family. And one thing that I like about what we do here, at least, is that we typically do eat meals together. So mm-hmm. even if it's takeout and it's for the most part nutrient wise, it's shit food. Um, you know, if we're going to payway, it may be halfway decent, but it's got a ton of sodium in it and. You know, it's not great for you by any means. Mm-hmm. But Is we GMO free. I don't know, man. It's payway. Tastes good. Um, but at least we do it together, which is kind of cool. The the thing that the, the so the thing when we decided to talk about this, I was one thing that came to mind was I listen to Rogan a lot. You know that. So yeah. Joe Rogan Experience podcast. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, and he talks a lot about this. And uh, he does a he does like a he's mostly like he's pretty clean but on like Sundays or something he just goes nuts like he does the cheat day thing but you know his his sort of anecdote that he always shares with people is you know the thing about eating clean is we would rather give up 
you know, our ability to, you know, maintain our good health through food for just a few seconds of what he calls mouth pleasure. <laughs> I think yeah. it's really funny, but it's so true. I mean, you know, especially over the holidays, like if there was a chocolate cookie around, I was going to eat it. You know, it's just the way it was. But yeah, I did a I did a bunch of uh, pecan pie for breakfast. And, oh, uh, dude, <laughs> pecan pie for breakfast? Yeah, you oh. it, no? I couldn't do it. Why? I don't know. Just couldn't do it. I don't like it that much anyway, though. But I'm not a pecan or or the good thing. Like I'm pretty lucky. Because the sweets I like are available 100, 100% of the time. Like, I'm not a pumpkin pie guy. I'm not a pecan pie guy. It's like, I like ice cream and chocolate chip cookies. So, yeah. you can have those anytime. Anyway, we're, well, we're I like topic. those too. The um, other thing I was doing, so when I was, uh, when I was super serious, and I need to get back to this point here really quickly, um, I was doing, I was bringing my food, like, mm-hmm. with me. So, they, there's all kinds of ways to do this. I was using those, you know, sort of, I don't know what they're called, but they're like, they're, they're like Tupperware, but you buy them at the grocery store and they yeah, you could use them, them like five times. Them yeah. yeah. And I was just making meals for the week in those and I'd grab them, take them to work with me. Um, yeah. You make a bunch of rice, some chicken and some uh, yeah. broccoli and, and you throw or, it in there. And it or I just do like, I'd throw a, a Greek yogurt in there with a hard boiled egg or, you know, and some cheese or something. And that way I just had, I knew what I was eating. Versus, you know, playing it by ear. Yeah, sometimes I just fill it with pudding. <laughs> I got chocolate pudding. We, um, are, we are adding no value here. We're, no, we're counter, this is good we're, stuff. We're arguing against ourselves. No, but then there's other companies out there that sell, like, if you want to be super serious about it, there's a company out there called Six Pack Bags. And they make bags where, like, literally you can bring six meals with you every single day and it's super convenient tote type of bag where it's got six different compartments and you can bring your meals with you everywhere you go. Um, I know a lot of sales guys that use these things and they stay in good shape because, you know, when they're not eating meals with clients, they can at least eat something healthy. So six packs bags are pretty cool. I don't own one, but I know a couple people that do. You know, the, the whole, so I gained a bunch of weight when I got out of the Navy and I, I use the excuses because I had to eat at restaurants or whatever. But the whole point is, I mean, if you're eating at a restaurant, you basically have your own personal chef. I mean, if you tell them to make, and I've, I've, used, I've said this before on, on podcasts, but it's just a getting, your, getting your brain thinking in a different way. Because, I mean, if you say, hey, I want a steak with no butter on it and, you know, some vegetables steamed, they'll do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll do whatever you want. Yeah, um, but that cream spinach is just better. It is, <laughs> yeah. And the the uh, bacon and, uh, and jalapeno mac and cheese is, is not too shabby right. either. We need, right, we, need, so, we need to stop. Yeah, we need to stop. All right. So the point is, have a plan. Stick yeah. to it. Just like anything else, I think Dave mentioned, you know what? We don't have to be super strict. We don't have to be um, you know, dogmatic about our diets. We can go out there, have some fun, but we got to... We have to approach this, in my opinion. We have to approach this like anything else. And, I mean, it would drive people insane if they didn't have their Garmin or their power meter or whatever it is or they didn't know their pace per mile, but yet we go and we take a pretty cavalier attitude when it comes to nutrition. Um, So I think if we just uh, swing that pendulum a little bit the other way, uh, we can – because that's free speed, people. Lose 10 yeah, pounds. I was about to say that. I mean, just from your standpoint, you know, you know, I've talked about this just as me, your coach, and you doing Ironman for the first time. It's like it's going to make it a much more pleasant day if you can maintain the weight you had in Austin because you're at a pretty good weight or drop a few more. But I might, I would, be, I would be happy with you just being able to maintain what you're at, what you were I'm at for Austin. 185, brother. I'm going to lose another 10 more. <clears throat> yeah, you're and you did, you're doing pretty damn good work in terms of losing your weight so yeah better than being compliant on it came off uh came off quick for you like that road to austin was pretty amazing when it comes to the came not only your training but the weight loss gatorade bars it's all it's, it's the gatorade endurance yeah that's crazy that you did it with eating gatorade bars you proved a lot of people wrong when it comes to that stuff and it's more the time and we've said it a million times Yes, what you eat is important, but when you eat it is just as important as what you're eating. You know, you ate the Gatorade bars after you got off of a 
three-hour bike ride. You know, you weren't shoving them in your face at, ten, at you know, 10 to 7 <laughs> in the morning having not done anything yet, right. you know? Well, I, you know, I think it, I think to thine own self be true. And what I mean by that is you, if, if you know what your triggers are and you can avoid those or you can find alternatives that satiate that trigger, yeah. my, mine is sweets, man. And those Gatorade bars were just perfect for me. And it filled me up. And, you know, you eat one of those and you drink 24 ounces of water, you're not going to be hungry. Or eat a couple of those Greek yogurts, those light and fit Dan and Greek yogurts, which have like 80 calories. Eat a banana and drink 16 ounces or 20 ounces of water. I challenge anybody to do that and say, yeah, I'm still hungry. You know, it's not going to happen. Um, it's just choices. And, you know, I was kind of on a bender um, nutrition-wise for the last I was month. about to say, you better not have been on a bender. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's one thing. I, I've gotten really good at not drinking. Um, I don't know if I'm good at How many uh, years has it been? Uh, let's see, 2004, 11 years, 11 years. And you, Randy months. has been, literally has been sober for 11 years, at ladies and gentlemen, which is pretty god darn amazing. Well, you know what, I appreciate that, but it's kind of like patting somebody on the back for doing what they're supposed to be doing, you know what I mean? Well, it's like, you know what, hey, don't, man? Don't, don't get drunk and steal a bulldozer. Good job. You Good stole job a bulldo- not... bulldozer? No, I, but it I was... It, I haven't heard the story. It would be not. It would not be beyond the realm of possibilities. <laughs> that's that's the direction I was heading. You were one of those drugs? Oh, I was an, I was an eight... Eight times out of ten, I was a pleasant person to be around, but those there's two times out of ten, you you didn't know what you were gonna get. No. Uh, and and I have I had little man syndrome, so I always wanted to prove to everyone that I was the biggest and baddest guy. You have world. little man syndrome. You're not little. Well, I had little man syndrome. I'm pretty comfortable with myself now. Well, anyway, this year will be twelve years, so it's pretty amazing. So twelve years sober is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So. Um, Another thing we wanted to talk about was what are you laughing at? <laughs> well, I looked at the next part of the 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 uh, outline. It's kind of funny. It's kind of out of out of left field. But I've been struggling with this. What is it? it? With a bo thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if that was a segue or not. But I guess we're going to talk about it anyway. Yeah. So one thing you had here was you want. You wanted to put out, you're trying to solve for this BO out of your workout clothes things. So before you provide your tip, which I just from seeing it, I can already tell you it works because white vinegar is the most amazing liquid on the planet, in my opinion. Apparently it is, yeah. I can discuss the problem. Yeah, so phrase the problem and then let me give you a one simple little tactic to kind of deal with it in the short term, and then we can get to your tip. Okay, so here's my problem. You stink. <laughs> I do not stink. That's the really, that's the weird part. Is it's like a, that part of Tom, Tom, uh, Tom uh, Top Gun when they're in the in the lab and he goes, Slider, you, you stink. stink. <laughs> Such a great movie. That was at every, every party I went to when I was at Pensacola. That movie was on a loop because... Because they had a bunch of pilots uh, that wish they can go to Top Gun and didn't do, didn't get to do it. Well, Top Gun is kind of a misnomer. Every jet pilot goes to Top Gun. Oh yeah. Uh, so if you're a jet pilot, you're going to go to Top Gun. Um, but it's not dogfighting is not as big of a um, it's not as important as it once was, I guess. Um, anyway, I can talk about that later. But my buddy was a. a uh, F-18 pilot, and everybody goes. So that's just part of your training. Um, anyhow, they, they made it out to be a little bit more than it is, but pretty much every military movie does that. Um, so B.O., back to B.O. So yeah. I'm heavy B.O. Sw- being body odor, by the way. B.O. being body odor. And the funny thing was when I first sent the, the initial outline over to Dave, uh, his response, because I just wrote, getting B.O. out of workout clothes tip. Literally, that was all I wrote. And Dave texted me and he's like, I hope you actually have some actual um, methods. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not, not just going to just tell somebody that they stink and not tell them how to do something about it. No. Um, so my problem is heavy sweater. I don't stink while I'm sweating, um, but I love um, Under Armour 
type of workout clothing, you know, that not the not the natural cotton fibers or whatever. Right. But anyway, I guess these materials are um, are uh, it's pretty common for them to to get kind of a lingering bo in there, mm-hmm. and everybody's probably experienced this. You know, you go to you go to iron your favorite shirt or you put on your favorite workout clothes that have been laundered. I don't get them. I don't want anybody to get the impression that I don't launder my clothing because I do. Okay. Um, and you, you get the iron or the steam up there and you just get that hint of BO or you got that <laughs> dry cleaned and you're like, what the hell is going on here? And because I'm very sensitive to smells like I hate BO smell. Um, anyway, all my clothes, like I put them on, they smell great. Like three seconds into the workout, it just reeks. Like I could knock over a rhinoceros with how bad this shirt smells of body odor. Um, am I crazy? I'm not the only one this is happening to. Does that happen no. to your stuff too? So it gets listen, like locked in there, right? Yeah. So there was a time when I owned a performance apparel company that mostly supplied to, uh, you know, select baseball and fast pitch softball and stuff like that. Drug cartels? No. So I learned a little bit about these polys that, that we use in this, in most performance clothing. And the number one mistake people make with their expensive performance apparel is they use fabric softener. Okay. Fabric softener will... Um, will not make it'll destroy the first of all destroy the fabric so it's going to become a lot more susceptible to picking which are those snags that occur in them but it also takes the moisture wicking properties and it pretty much takes them away and and dries them it ruins the 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 techno the technical aspects of the of the apparel so the when you wash that stuff um, you actually might, some of you might even know that there's like special detergent that you should use for it. It's called Win, I think. I don't use that detergent. I just use normal like pods or whatever, but I try, I try not. Yeah. But those, don't those pods have fabric softener in them? Some of them do, but some, you can get some that don't. You can get some that just is literally just the same stuff you would put normally in a scoop. They're just in a handy little pod, which by I the like way, the pods. I like expensive. the way they feel. Yeah, so fabric softener is not good for your Under Armour, your Nike Pro Combat stuff, your you know, any tech tees um, or tri kits or anything like that. And you can research this and validate what I'm telling you, but it, it's absolutely true. So the number one thing to do would be to stop using fabric softener and that stuff. So this just includes not putting the liquid in the washer when you wash it, wash that stuff together. Don't put the liquid fabric softener in and then use dryer dryer sheets with it. Um, If you do that, then that'll help kind of preserve the moisture wicking properties, which will drive out a lot of that BO, at least the lingering BO, the stuff that'll stick around from workout to workout. So that's one tip. The other thing is, and I know this is going to be sort of uh, a little counter into what I just said, but I keep like my gym bags, I'll keep in the usually there's like a zipper pouch inside of your gym bag i'll keep dryer sheets in that zipper pocket now i don't let it i don't let the clothes touch it but it keeps this it it just kind of it'll allows the stuff to smell okay it'll keep kind of some of the bo off of it without ruining the clothes so i just keep i'll keep some of those in my gym bag so that you know this stuff's just not sitting in its own stench (laughs) The third thing I do, especially if I'm at the gym and I'm doing like a hard workout where I've sweat a bunch, especially like if I do like a spin, uh, indoor spin or something at the gym, I'll just rinse it and I'll just rinse the workout clothes and then I'll just wring them out. So just get that crap, get the sweat out of it as soon as possible and, you know, you can solve for it. I go to Lifetime Fitness and they have little plastic bags available so when the stuff gets wet, even if it's wet, I just put it in the bag and put it in a gym bag. It doesn't get everything else wet. So mm-hmm. those are three things I do. I try not to use dryer sheets or fabric softener on my performance stuff. Um, tech tees, running shorts, triathlon kits, cycling shorts, cycling jerseys, anything like that. I try not to use fabric softener or dryer sheets on those. I keep a dryer sheet in a zipped-up zipper pocket inside my gym bag to kind of get rid of some of the smell. 
And then the third thing is, is I just rinse the clothes off when with water from the shower in the gym or the sink and just wring them, wring them out in the gym just to kind of dilute whatever's left on them. Dilute the, the filth? Just dilute the sweat is it. Yeah, I'm not filthy. The dirty filth. But what's your tip? Here's what I read. Here's my tip. Um, so it, this only works. So two ways you can do this. If you have a top old school washer, like a top fed washer. I know you don't. Black card. That is a bunch of horse crap, David. <laughs> I have. I've been a. That's. I've been a long holdout for the uh, new washer and dryer. But I will say, no front load for you, huh? Thursday, they're getting delivered. Uh, um, here we go. <laughs> No, I've been a long holdout. You can ask my wife. Um, the parents um, gave us a little bit of cash this year, and um, my wife wanted to use it for a uh, new washer and dryer. Or nice. Part of it. So I said, you know what? You've been you've been bugging me about this. Let's do it. Anyway, if you have an old uh, old top load washer, all you got to do is fill that sucker up with uh, warm to hot water, and um, Put two cups of white vinegar in there and then put your clothes in there and then let it agitate for like five or ten uh, minutes maybe and then just make it stop. You know, pull the pull the plug out or not the, pull, not the plug out of the wall, but, you know, the uh, little button. Pull the button out. Make it stop and let it sit there for like four hours. Four hours? You're marinating your clothes. In vinegar. That's right. <laughs> not, and you're not marinating your clothes. What you're allowing... It's time. Time for the pH levels to lower and to destroy that bacteria. Because bacteria don't like low pH. You know what? There's a, I learned this when I got out of the Navy and went to work for a chemical company. There's four things that improve the cleaning of anything. One is temperature. So if you increase the temperature, you increase the cleaning capabilities. One is time. Increase the time, increase the cleaning capabilities. One is mechanical agitation. So that's what a washer does. Everything you just mentioned is something a washer does, just for the record. That's right. What's the fourth one? Time. You're the engineer. Oh, concentration. So the concentration of the solution. Time, temperature, concentration, mechanical. So there you go. little tip. You can tuck that away. In, uh... By the way, white vinegar also is probably that and a little Dawn soap is probably your best can't carpet shampoo you can make. That's my experience with the white really? vinegar. Yes. Here's here's what confuses Nothing me Nothing will that. clean your carpet better than a little Dawn dish soap and some white vinegar and water. So dish soap and soap in general is based on hyd- or sodium hydroxide or in, in fewer cases potassium hydroxide, but they're a base, right? So bases are high on the pH scale. So there's two ways to clean things. You either go high on the pH scale or you go low. So you either have an acid or a base. Uh, for the base of whatever solution it is. Um, so you're actually making a more neutral solution when you add regular detergent to white vinegar. But I believe you because hmm. my mom uses borax and, and vinegar. Yeah. Uh, cold water, not hot water on your carpets, and white vinegar and a little Dawn dish soap, and it will clean your carpet real good. Real good, Randy Messman. Real good. I'm going to use that um, because my idiot dog, well, it's not really his fault. It's What's my his fault. name, the dog? Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. Yeah. We're going to have to, I want to pick, will you text me a picture of Tinkerbell so I can put it in the show notes? You people need to see the, the dog named Tinkerbell. You need the to see named, him. You, you need to see him now, too, because he's got one of those lampshades around his head. Because <laughs> he had to have ear surgery. And cone. I feel really bad because. The cone of shame. I let it go for a long time, and like I went and talked to the vet, and the vet goes, "I think we're going to be able to save the ear." And I'm like, "What? Like, you're that, terrible that was canine. An, uh, you're a terrible option? canine father. I am a bad. I love the dog, dude. I love that. I dog. know I'm you like, do. That's why I think you're a terrible canine father right now. Because I, I know you love the dog. I go jogging with him. He almost lost an ear because of your cheapness. <laughs> it's not cheapness. It was very expensive though. Anyway, yeah, I, I know. To, I, I got to take him back tomorrow. Um, Anyway, his ear got infected. He basically got doggy cauliflower ear, um, and it got infected. And they had to take out the infection. And poor Tinkerbell. Anyway, the 
Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell's a 90-pound boxer, for those he, that are wondering. He's on, a, he's on a laundry list of medications. Actually, he's not anymore. He was on a laundry list, and one of them included prednisone. Well, it made him incredibly thirsty, so he ends up peeing all over the house in the middle of the night. So I've had to... Oh, your wife must be loving that yeah, new well, house. Luckily, uh, I, I get it cleaned up, and I got some stuff, but poor Tinkerbell hasn't been able to control his bodily functions because of his bad father in the prednisone. Well, that's enough about Tinker, poor Tinkerbell, but we will put poor a picture Tinkerbell. of Tinkerbell in the show notes just because this... This is the most gigantic dog you've ever seen named Tinkerbell. He's a he's a good dog. That's irony, by the way. I went I was going for that. Yeah. Uh last thing we want to talk about was a lot of people are doing indoor cycling right now because it's cold outside. Yeah, this is all you, brother. And you were asking me a little bit. You just got your kicker a couple months ago, I guess, right? Yes. <laughs> and we had this discussion, I think, before, but the hottest app right now to use with your kicker is Zwift. Right. Z-W-I-F-T. It turns your trainer rides into a video game, and that is not an extension of the truth. That is accurate. It's a cool app. It's a, uh, It gives you, I think there's a 14-day free trial. So if you have a trainer, whether... It's only on computers, though, right? It's not on... Yeah, yeah, no iPad yet. Well, they have an app, but... Um, I think the app is just used to control certain things you can do. You need to have the app on your computer. So my setup is I have a notebook that I just keep on a table next to my trainer, and I have Zwift running on that, and it's hooked up to my kicker via this little ant key that you can get on Amazon for like $29. And it uses Ant Plus to connect to the kicker. It keeps my uh, cadence, my speed, my power and my heart rate through the I have a Wahoo uh, ticker with a T mm-hmm. heart rate strap, which also is uh, awesome to buy because it's Bluetooth as well. So you can hook that thing up to Strava on your phone and use it as a heart rate monitor. So it's a good solution for that if you don't have a heart rate strap. But anyway, Zwift is the cat's PJs, uh, cat's pajamas, as us old school guys like to say, because it's super cool. And again, it's like a video game, and you almost don't even feel like you're working out, even though you're getting one hell of a hard workout. Tell me about Trainer Road, though, because Ben Bays and I were chit chatting on uh, the Facebook, and he told me I need to get Trainer Road for uh, yeah for kicker. Be- so um, Ben's used Trainer Road more than I have. I did use Trainer Road for a little bit when I first got my kicker, but then I got um, an app that's I don't think is available on the on the uh, app store anymore. I have an app on my iPad that I have not deleted, thankfully, because it's not on the app store anymore, but it's called Strava Segments. It was an app that Wahoo created in partnership with Strava a few, uh, actually, it was late 2014 because the reason I know that is I rode the Ironman Maryland course using Strava Segments. And what this app used to do is, um, I know you asked me about training road, I'll get there, but what Strava segments did was you can ride, you can literally replicate any Strava segment available in Strava uh, would be controlled on your kicker. Um, so it was really cool for me to use when I did Maryland because I just pulled up the Eagle Man course and rode that thing twice and I knew what, exactly what Maryland was going to be like. Anyway, let me get off that because this is not available. Would you ask me about Trainer Road? I did have Trainer Road back then. The thing I like about Trainer Road is you can create your own workouts in there. And then it'll control the kicker to do exactly what that workout is intended to do. Um, Zwift also has the ability to do this now, I believe. I think this function on Zwift is in beta, so it's not like a formally released thing that they're doing yet. But um, I believe you can, in Zwift, load your own workouts. But for a while, that was Trainer Road's claim to fame, is you can create your own interval workouts, for example, and it would help you execute that interval workout by controlling the power output that it put to the kicker. Um, I like that. Yeah, it's super It's super cool. So you can take, for example, Randy, you can take the workout I prescribe you in, tra- in Training Peaks. You can plug that into Trainer Road just using the metrics I give you. So if I tell you I want you to do 30 seconds at 90% of your FTP, um, I wouldn't do that. I would tell you to do 30 seconds at 110% of your FTP, followed by two and a half minutes at 75% of your FTP to recover, 
and repeat that four times, you can load that in Trainer Road and it would automatically, as I like to say, increase and decrease the power based upon the what you what you load in there. So automatically, I like that. Automatically, yes. You don't have to you don't have to use the Wahoo app, which works really well, by the way, which is what I was doing all of last year. You don't have to use the um, Wahoo app to um, press control it when your you're, kicker and tell it what power to do. Devastatingly tired and you're sweating and everything. Yeah, which is actually a really good reason to use something like what Trainer Road offers because, you know, if you are sweating like crazy, you know, it's really hard to touch the iPad screen and get it to do what you want it to do. So You're load. distracted by your body odor. I mean, there's a <laughs> variety of things that can go wrong. Right. Or the sweat drops off your finger, and instead of turning the power down to uh, 125 watts, it turns it up to 525 watts, um, for example, which has happened to me before. Um, so that's why Trainer Road is a really cool uh, app to have. Um I don't recall. Matter of fact, I have it open. Let me see what the pricing is now. It's like twelve bucks a month. I yeah, think. it's ninety nine bucks a year or twelve dollars a month. So if you want a deal, it's, it's uh, ninety nine bucks a year, twelve bucks a month. Zwift is something similar to that. I think it's ten bucks a month, nine ninety nine a month or something like that for Zwift, and that has some preloaded workouts in it. You can choose your own workout, kind of a thing that was just released last week, I think, from Zwift. Um, but it also allows you to ride at Watopia, which is their kind of created world uh, that, that they have a lot of people cycling in. And then um, you can just ride that and you can invite people to ride with you. And um, you can get I think co- we should do that. Yeah. We should have an Octane Athletics yeah, Utop- actually, Utopia workout. It's funny, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, Jesse sent me a link last week to a third-party app that will allow you to link up um, several kickers together and ride um, together in a Zwift scenario in the same room, which is kind of cool. So you can have, like, say we have our athletes here, Randy, I'll meet up and do a pain cave workout, and Ian in Philly, who's also one of our athletes, and Jalene in Cincinnati is one of our athletes, and they get on Zwift at the same time. They, we can all ride together which is kind of cool. So you have a group workout here where there are several, you know, five or six people on trainers and Zwift together using this third-party app. And then you have Jillian and Ian that can join us from Philly and we can all work out together, which is kind of cool. Yeah, we can Skype them too. Here's the thing, man. In general, like, I love this technology because it could even take a dumb trainer, like one that's not powered and not doesn't have all the bells and whistles, and it could, like, give you... Yeah, like Cyclops uh, uh, Fluid too. I mean, yeah, and uh, like the you, Kinetic, all the main main trainers it works with. Yeah, you give it. It gives you. It can give you some structure, and it, it takes a lot of the. You know, am I really doing what I need to be doing out of it? That's what these apps can help you do. So, even if you're not on a kicker, which I would highly recommend, Randy. I don't know how you feel about yours, but I love I love my kicker. You'd have to pull it out of my dull, dull, dead hands, cold dead hands. Even if you're on a stationary trainer, Ben Ben recently got a kicker, but all of last year on his training for Louisville, um, all of that training was done on just a stationary trainer that didn't plug into the wall using Trainer Road. And it was really, really good. It was so good that it did as good a job as my lab tests on him at calculating his FTP. Yeah, so you don't even have to have a power meter with this thing, right? Right, yeah. He didn't have a power meter on his bike. He just had a standard bike trainer and uh, and trainer road, and it did a really. It, he was within ten or fifteen watts of his FTP in a blood lactate threshold test, FTP test. Um, so that's to me, that's the algorithm there is sharp, like it's doing a good job. So again, you want to, you know, it's ten bucks, twelve bucks a month uh, to use with your stationary trainer, um, and it's worth it. And if you've got a kicker, then uh, to me, it's a no-brainer because um, it just takes it to another level. So that's what I recommend, Randy, um, in terms of these apps. Again, Zwift is awesome. It's, um, it's a very video game type of a deal. Um, but Trainer Road is awesome as well just because it gives you that added structure and has some really kick-ass built-in algorithms for things like FTB. Now, Trainer Road, is that available on iOS or apps? Yes. 
Okay, so Trainer Road is Zwift is not yet. Zwift is is um, has an app on the App Store, um, but it is not the same app that you get on your laptop. So it doesn't do everything that it, that the laptop version does. Trainer Road has iPad app. I'm looking on the website. Do you have an iPad iPhone app? Yes, you can get the Trainer Road iOS app at the App Store. Doesn't say anything about Android here. But if you're on an Apple device, you can get the Trainer Road app on the um, the iPad, which is how I used it, or on your iPhone. You know, I never finished the BO thing. <laughs> We're going back to the BO. We got to go back. Hold on. Two cups, white vinegar, top load washer. Soak it for four hours. Yeah, you said that. No, but there's. I got to finish it. And then you use non-bleach detergent and just wash it as normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then hang, hang to dry. Hang to dry. Okay, all right. So there's somebody could have somebody could be out there not knowing and then thinking, well, now my clothes smell like vinegar. Somebody may just be loading their washer right now and like just gonna just planning on leaving it in there for four hours and then not knowing what to do afterwards. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. Okay, they're not getting smart enough to figure out that they have to actually wash it. Uh, I don't know. You don't know. Okay. I. It, Listen, I want to provide the listeners with everything that they paid for. I got you. Uh, I think our listeners are smart enough to know that after you marinate your stuff in white vinegar and... You literally almost caused me to spit water out. You can can wash it. What did I almost cause water to come through your nose about? Because you said marinate, and I thought... I was thinking to myself while I was drinking, that would be the worst tasting marinade ever. (laughs) You have a weird mind. All right. Um, what else? What else we got going on, Randy? I want to know if you're partaking in Iron Fire. Yes, I. Uh, Jesse's coaching me, man. Jesse's going to coach me. Um, it's one of my gifts from Stephanie at Christmas was her texting Jesse and saying, "Hey, man, you need to start giving Dave some workouts because he's uh, enough of this knee bullshit. Let's get him out there swimming, biking, and running." So uh, I did run. Last week, I ran a couple miles, and it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. Um, there was some pain, but I think a lot of that pain was just not having run in a while. But, yeah, I set out to run two miles. I ran a little over two miles, and so it went all right. But, yeah, I'm going to participate. I um, I need to I need to get my ass back into it, man. I, uh, I'm, like, you know this, but I'm doing a lot of cycling this year more than anything. Uh, but... She wants me out on the Ironman course next year. The wife does, so. You got a good woman there, man. Yeah, man. She's killer. Killer. I mean, no offense to uh, everybody else's wife out there, but mine's the best. Just all there is to it. She does. It's a pretty tough, uh, it's a tough act to follow. She yeah, gave me. She they're gave, all good, man. She we, wrote, we're, all, we're all lucky, by the way. We are. All of us. But she bought a Star Wars card for us. Before Austin, and it was one of the sweetest things I've ever seen. And it was a really cool Darth Vader card. So yeah, she's uh, she's good about that. She loves that kind of stuff. So yeah, man, I'm super lucky. And uh, she literally, uh, we had dinner with uh, the Carringtons earlier this evening. Uh, Jesse and I was, were going over some of the financial stuff for the for the coaching group we have. You and I and Randy, or you and I and Jesse and Sergio and. We're having dinner with him, and she literally said, 2017, he's doing Ironman again. So, and I, she and I have talked about it, but, you know, I, I don't know, you know, most of the time, you, your, your wife wants you not doing Ironman. <laughs> but, yeah, so we'll see. That's cool. We shall see. Anything else you want to talk about, David? Only thing I wanted to add was uh, a couple things. Number one, um, you guys, we were asked by, uh, one of the more popular triathlon podcasts out there to, uh, to submit our statistics for our podcast. And I was hesitant to do so because, um, I was too, man. The guy that asked for it typically likes to hack on other triathlon podcasts on his podcast, but He's putting together um, sort of a laundry list of all the different triathlon podcasts out there, and um, I didn't want us to be excluded from that, so I sent him that information. 
So um, when that article comes out, I'll share it with the, with us, uh, with the Octane Nation, so everybody can take that in. But Did you have any other correspondence with him about that? Yeah, you know, he's a bit of a, I don't know, he, he likes to, he likes to purposefully be a dick to people. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, he was purposefully a dick to me. And so in my, you know, I killed him with a little kindness. I said, oh, you're a real sweetheart after he was a dick to me. And uh, I said, you're a real sweetheart. I'll get you the stuff you want by tonight. And I already sent it to him. And he, he, uh, his only response back to me was hugs and kisses. So, you know, I don't know. I like, I, I, liked Ben's podcast for a long time and then he started hacking on us and some other people. And so I kind of stopped listening, but then he's got some episodes that I had to listen to cause he's got some great guests and he's does good. He does good work, man. It's an entertaining show, but, uh, you know, he just doesn't appreciate anybody but himself. And so that's why I was hesitant to send him our data. But again, I wanted to be included. Um, and for those of you that don't know who I'm talking about, it's, it's Ben Hobbs and he, he is, uh, the alter ego that he has is called the real Starkey, um, which he sort of created off of Andy Starkowitz, who um, is has positioned himself to be abrasive. But I talked to Andy Starkowitz in Austin, and he was super cool. So not abrasive guy. But anyway, um, I wanted to kind of get that out in the open just so if people... Um, saw that, and I know that some listeners of the show listen to that show as well, and read his blog and stuff like that. And so, if you saw us on the list, that is us, and we did submit that data to him. So I wanted to be kind of on the up and up about that and let you know that he wasn't making it up. Whether he'll be nice to us or not was yet to be seen, and how I respond to what he does to us will be reflective of what he says about us. The other thing I wanted to let everybody know is that we are still offering um, the free coaching consultations. So if uh, you guys have races scheduled for this year and you have put together some of your own plans for that or you're considering hiring a coach, um, go to the website, octane-athletics.com, click on coaching. You can read a little bit about us and what we're about. Um, we like to be, um, kind of the high touch, uh, approach to the coach athlete relationship. So we don't limit the way, you know, our communication with you really in any way. And we definitely know what we're doing. We have a pretty good track record. We've been doing it a long time. Um, lots of different references that we can provide. But, um, the one thing I want to invite you to do is fill out the form that says contact the coaches and uh, one of the coaches will get back with you and hop on the phone with you or meet you for coffee, um, talk to you about what you're up to for the year and give you our point of view on what we think you should be doing, how you might want to change your plan, um, talk to you a little bit about what coaching's like, um, just in case you know you don't really have any experience having a coach, um, kind of what kind of value the coach can add to that to that journey because it's definitely a, a very important piece of what you're doing. So if you're interested in that, reach out to us. Um, really easy to do on the website. Again, uh, octane-athletics.com slash coaching. There'll be a link there to contact the coaches and you can do so. And uh, that'll send us an email. And we'll get back to you really quickly. Randy, you've done a couple of these, right? So far? Yes. Yeah. I so have. I've done a couple as well. So, uh, we don't shy away from doing it, and uh, we quite enjoy it. So, now another thing is, if you guys are doing the Iron Fire, and you want um, you want just kind of like some, uh, hey, I want to do this in three weeks, or I want to do this in two weeks, but you know, I'm not a swimmer, or not, you know, reach out to me. I'll write you up a free little plan about how you can uh, finish it up uh, within the month of January. That's, that's nice of you. Hey, man, I'm here to help. Everybody. No, I'm serious. I'm not kidding. I'm not hacking on you. I know I'm bad about hacking on you, but I'm not hacking on you. I think it's cool that you're doing that. Uh, in that vein, Randy, I am also about to, if you guys don't know about this, we've created a resource page on the website where we're just going to post a bunch of free stuff like training plans. You'll find some iron, the iron fire logs are out there. Um, there's some desktop wallpaper for your computer. Probably the most important things you can find out there are some free training plans. So, uh, I created, what do I have out there, Randy? Like a 12-week sprint? You got a sprint? Long. Do you have yeah. an Olympic one on there? Or just I don't sprint? have an Olympic one because you told me you wanted to do that one, so I'm leaving that one alone. 
That yeah. one's that one's on you. That'll be done in about six months. No, awesome. Just in time for every, all the Olympics to be done. No, I'll put um, it on my. I'll have it done this week. <laughs> what I'm putting on the resource page, Mr. Messman, is a uh, 5K. So everybody knows about Couch to 5K, and this is something that we like. Like we are fans of Couch to 5K here at Octane Athletics. We think it's a great way to start running. What I think or what I've noticed is there's kind of a gap between, okay, I've done this 5K thing, now what? And so I uh, have a friend who wants to run uh, a uh, a half marathon for the first time, and they're running, uh, he's running five, about three miles now. He's up to three miles or so. So he's about in that 5K range. So he said, hey, man, you know, I don't really want to buy a coach, and, you know, he's he's not a wealthy guy, and... I wrote him a 5K to half marathon training plan. And when I set out to write it for him, I knew that I was actually writing it to put it on the resource page. So um, by the time you are listening to this podcast, you guys can head out to the resource page and you can grab a uh, free 5K to half marathon training plan. I think it's about 12 weeks to 13 weeks. It includes not only running, but what your cross training should look like, what your intensity of the workout should be from a running standpoint, the rest you should have. It even, Randy, I even incorporated a, a sort of a modified two week taper in this thing. So Very cool. it's a pretty solid plan, I'd say. Um, I don't think, I'm not really interested in putting things out that aren't really solid, and I don't think I would do myself. So uh, if you guys need something like that or have a friend that does, um, shoot them over to the website, to the resource page, octane-athletics.com slash resources, and that plan will be up there for them to download freely. Uh, so that's be, that'll be up there. So that's my last uh, announcement, Randy. I think we need to wrap. What do you got? I have nothing except that I'm going to hit it hard <clears throat> tomorrow. You're going to have to, dude. Ironman training is unforgiving. You know this. <clears throat> but you're doing awesome. So keep up the good work. All right. With that, folks, we're going to sign off. We will uh, holler at you guys very soon. And if you need to get a hold of us, um, most of you know where to find us. But head over to the Fuel Your Fire Running and Triathlon open Facebook group on on the Facebook. And you'll find us there. And if you have questions, you can post them there. You can send me a message on Facebook. Or you can hit Randy at Twitter on Twitter at, at Randy Messman. Or you can hit me at uh, Big Dave 4, the number 4. Big Dave, the number 4. And uh, we will get back at you with uh, whatever question you have. So, Randy, with that, have an awesome week. All right, man, you too.